0: I'm Alan Thomas, and today I am joined by Tom Bino, CEO of Tech Bureau, and Nate D'Amico, Chief Product Officer of Tech Bureau. How are you guys doing today?
1: Fantastic! Thanks for having us, Alan.
0: Wonderful. Oh no! Oh, thanks for being here. And uh, Tom, I'll, I'll start with you. You know, just tell us about Tech Bureau. And- so
1: Tech Bureau is is essentially um, an organization that was that was um, started out in Japan. Uh, about four years ago, and uh, it started um, around an exchange called Zaif, um, and since has scaled uh, to a few different divisions. One in North America, which Nate and I um, run, and then there's one in Europe as well. And there's a few different pieces to to the business. One being our, our tokenization and cryptocurrency. And then the other piece being our our blockchain private blockchain solution, which we leverage via the Nem protocol. Um, so just to touch on um, Comzo a little bit, essentially the the whole background was a software solution to help streamline the ICO process, uh, and it's essentially a network of software and product offerings for for businesses to adopt and and really help uh, as they scale. And, and go to market um, with their with their assets and, and through tokens and and really their sale offering. Um, my background is is through enterprise software sales. I've been in the in the business for about 15 years now. And I've done pre IPO work with with startups as well as you know multi billion dollar organizations like Oracle, Disney um tibco so have a a a background in software sales um more from an enterprise standpoint and and i bring that essentially to the to the offering here and 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 looking forward to uh to scaling the company
0: okay and and nate how about we get a little bit about your background and how you came to the position of chief product officer
2: yes my background uh somewhat similar to tom's but more um on the product kind of engineering side of things. So background is like computer science, math, engineering. Uh, I've been working in the enterprise space for, about yeah, I guess about 17 years now. Um, Mix of mobile, mobile enterprise, um, CRM, ERP, um, and uh, lots of data center automation stuff in in recent years coming into this project. Um, A big focus and interest uh, is commercial open source. Um, So working for some of the early companies in like 03, 04 that were kind of starting the uh, commercial open source revolution um, in the application space. And um, I've kind of carried that on. That's been a kind of a big interest Um, and uh, doing some stuff with the Apache Software Foundation and the Hadoop ecosystem there. Um, And that's kind of how I segued um, doing distributed big data, commercial open source systems. I started getting interested in uh, kind of enterprise blockchain and the tech angle of it and how it was going to start to be applied in varying, you know, business architectures and uh, came across, you know, a a range of of projects of which um, Mijin and the the NEM protocol was one of them. And then through Tom and some connections just started, you know, playing around with the product. And, you know, the the idea was to uh, working on the version two of the product was to take a commercial open source approach. So that obviously caught my interest um, besides building out the console platform. So it's kind of this two pronged approach of building out the software as a service, uh, for Comsa and then the kind of commercial open source angle of our, um, enterprise blockchain offering.
0: Okay. And, and Tom, I know you mentioned that, that one of the, the, one of the chief efforts for the company was to streamline the ICO process. What, what is it that you guys saw in the process where you said we need to dedicate a lot of time and energy and resources to it? What is it that needed to be corrected?
1: Yeah, I, I I think you know there's a lot that goes into an ICO and 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 Nate can definitely expand on this but just in the in the ever changing ecosystem of 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 uh, regulations here in in not only the United States which is where we're focused as well as you know North America Canada um but in Europe and Japan and and and, and Asia as well it's almost a daily um um you know regulatory change that 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 happens um so what we wanted to do was was streamline that process and help businesses kind of react um and and for lack of better terms be be more proactive than reactive to to all these these regulations that are coming up so there's a legal component um there is obviously the 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 technology component which I'm sure Nate will get into but the dashboarding aspect, the the really the identity service, um, you know, cryptocurrency, as, as as you well know, is still something that um, is a little bit of the unknown. So we've got to be careful and put put uh, best practices in place around you um, know knowing your customer, um, uh, AML services, that sort of thing. Um, and then obviously, our passion is the blockchain, and that's really why we're all in this. Um, so tying the blockchain together um, and, and having an offering that really is is scalable um, that allows businesses to to grow and and um, be be trustworthy, secure and and um, and and do what they need to do as they go to market. Um, so that that's really I think putting a software, Um, offering out there that kind of encompasses the entire, you know, initial coin offering process from white paper to, to legal, to, to really the technology behind it and, and making that streamlining that and making that more efficient Um, given, you know, the fact that we went through the comms of sale, for example, and, and it was very manual. Um, So we learned a lot and decided, Hey, let's, let's put, let's put a solution in place.
0: Okay. And, and, and as Tom mentioned, Nate, can you go a little into a little bit more detail with the technical aspects of it?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, Tom kind of touched on some of the key pillars. I mean, if you break it down into what goes into executing a sale, um, without going too deep into details, looking at the kind of the high level kind of buckets of effort, um, you basically, you definitely have the, the, the tech and the to- tokenization side. So a, a project says, I want to tokenize, this is our solution, right? So that's, in the white paper, the tokenomics, the utility and/or security of their token, um, the use cases. Um, obviously, if there's tech involved, building that out, uh, sometimes we help clients if they need it. Other times it's not needed and they take it on themselves. And then you basically get into the life cycle of actually executing a sale. So there's obviously the fronting kind of marketing, recruiting aspect, um, getting people into the sale, uh, getting them registered, um, having KYC and AML checks done. There's a process and a cost involved with that. Um, having them join your sale, um, accepting one or more funds. Like some, some uh, projects will just say, hey, we're doing uh, an Ethereum token and we will accept Ethereum for our sale and that's what we raise. And then some will say we're going to accept Ethereum and Bitcoin. We try to cast a pretty wide net because there's a lot of diversity in the crypto space. So we accept uh, basically six different currencies um and uh, we'll probably expand more as kind of clients you know bring them um into the fold. Um then once a the sale's running, there's the support aspect. This is probably where the heaviest lifting's done. So instead of an organization having to scale up and let's say hire six, seven, eight part-time to full-time support people to answer questions, deal with KYC issues, deal with wallet issues, transactions not showing up on the blockchain, um, and uh validation and crediting of funds received to then sending out the tokens, we basically take on all of that. So we're building not only software, but we have humans behind the scenes that are powering it and dealing with support tickets and whatnot. So that's kind of part of the package. Um, then kind of coming out of it on the back end, once the sale is done, um, there, then there's the, the reporting and the distribution and a part that isn't really, um, it's not front and center yet, but we think it's going to be as regulation plays out around the world, which is um, kind of re- reporting, auditing, and accounting. Um, so in you know six months ago, kind of the Wild West, right? So 2016, 2017. Coming into this year, regulation is becoming more uh, important and basically required. So we we see a future where we're kind of proactively building out in advance, kind of reporting and audit tools. So uh, a, a company that's maybe doing a security token will they'll uh, have their auditors and accounting people say like, give me a report on these you know 20 questions about your sale, and our system should spit that out. Um, and uh, give you the audit of everyone who participated, what are the amounts, what are the addresses. Um, so that that's the type of stuff we're building into the software. Um, and then at the center of it, as Tom mentioned, is the identity service. So the Comps identity service is, uh, we're basically our first customer. Um, so that is the KYC AML identity um, kind of centralized service. And as clients do uh, tokenization uh, events with us, It'll leverage that, Um, but we're also talking to third parties that say, hey, I just want to, I need a KYC service. Can we leverage the Comstock Identity Service? So um, we we kind of, those are kind of the pillars that kind of go into it. Um, And uh, so, yeah, part technology, part kind of human kind of consulting and support services as well. Um, Yeah.
0: And so with, when you have all of these people with all, and and especially all these different currencies that you're dealing with, I know you said there there were six currently and of course you're going to have to expand, but- if you're dealing with that many currencies um, right now, then I guess at least that particular aspect of it, you're kind of dealing with a moving target, right? In terms of you'll have to kind of keep on expanding and expanding and expanding.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess the one nice thing is we won't have to deal with, you know, there's, you know, what 1500 plus tokens in the world. Like we definitely won't have to scale that large. Um, But when you look at the lion's share of, of kind of, let's say the top, you know, whatever, top 10 tokens, um, top 10 coins. Um, there's different uh, factions, right? You have the Bitcoin maximalists, you have Ethereum people that are highly passionate and just deal with Ethereum. Well, obviously, we're heavily involved in the NEM community since we produce the actual blockchain that runs their network and will run their future network in version two. So, um, if you're a passionate NEM person, you are a NEM holder. So. If you want to participate in a sale, you'd love to be able to contribute your, your ZEM. Uh, you might also have some Ethereum, you might kick some of that in. So we, we see where it's not going to be an infinite list. Um, so today we accept uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, ZEM, um, our COMSA token, which is a hybrid token of both an ERC20 uh, Ethereum token as well as a, as a NEM native token. Um, and then we're adding uh, futures in uh, BCH for Bitcoin Cash. And there's a few others that are kind of being asked about, but no one's demanding it yet. So uh, so definitely moving target, but nothing too bad. It's uh, it's more about just managing the range of wallets and in the, in the market pricing. So we have to track all that live real time as well. Since if you contribute Bitcoin at this timestamp, we have to make sure we credit it. So the software kind of powers all of that as well. So adding new ones isn't as hard as setting up the base system.
0: Okay and and Tom uh and Nate pretty uh, kind of alluded to this already but I wanted to get into a little bit of what kind of what kind of challenges do you see just getting the projects to this point
1: Yeah that's a that's a valid question um you know I think from a high level more regulatory being front and center um uh, what's going on um In in the world and in your region and your specific really state um, when we're speaking about the United States, Um, and 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 being being ahead of the curve, right? Um, And then from a technology standpoint, um, building out, you know, the the I C an ICO is not to to echo Nate's statement a few minutes ago. It used to be the Wild Wild West, right? And it it is. It is not um, that way, so um, I think being a step ahead is is really the biggest challenge, and we do that through 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 media, through networks, through connections, um, through um, you know um, what we build out from a technical platform as well.
0: Okay, and of course, if, if we speak about the challenges, I also want to give a chance to speak about some of the big wins up to this point, because I'm sure there have some pretty big achievements that come to mind of you know that you've where you've had really good days up to this point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, so we are in essentially in the midst of launching our first ICO um, other than, you know, obviously ourselves was, was, was the beta. Um, so we are in the midst of launching our, our first ICO. Um, we've got uh, two others, literally back to back June and July. Um we'll call it June through August to be, to be for perfectly, um, transparent. And, and then a batch of like five others that are, that are coming behind that. And everyone's very exciting. The projects are, are, are catching a lot of traction. Um, and the community is just, just really behind us. And th- and that's really exciting. And, you know, what, what we're trying to do again is, is to one, streamline this process so these great ideas actually take shape and and mold and, and go to market. But two, you know, introduce the world to to our blockchain technology to catapult and and, and Mesian and and really get the product out there and people can leverage it, see how it works,
0: um, and and use it for their day-to-day um, technical offers. Okay. And and that and that kind of brings up an interesting question and I, i'm going to start with you tom then i'll go to nate because i want to kind of sure. get your answers from both of you on that uh and it's just about are there ever any have there been any ideas so far or features so far where you know someone brings it to you or it comes across your desk and you just have to say well that might be a little bit too ambitious to try to do today but maybe a year from now or a couple of years from now or technology just isn't there yet or you just have to kind of put it in your back pocket
1: well i i think and i'll answer it at a high level. Um, you know it's software so anything can be done that said we part of our approach um is is to kind of steer people in the right direction now it is it's software as a service so you know it's it's literally everyone you know you're using software to to you know help with your with your business but we do there is a sense of you know a humanistic level where we will you know advise hey you know that is a little too ambitious, or why, why, why go that route? So there's a lot of collaborate. One of the great to back to the wins um, or or um, great days, to your point, Alan, is getting to know these businesses inside and out. I feel like um, I get, you know, me personally and and the rest of the team get to, you know, kickstart a new business. You know, every other month, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It's exciting. And you meet all these fascinating people, and and help kind of focus their ideas, and 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 ultimately drive success, right? Um, but I'll 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 let uh, Nate expand on that one. I'm sure I'm sure he's chuckling. He's on the Texas side and has, has seen uh, seen some challenges or or you know ambitious requests, if
0: you will. Oh yeah, I definitely want to get both of your answers on this one. So how about it, Nate?
2: Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I mean, I guess to your points and comments, um, sometimes it's ambitious. Uh, I would say sometimes where we've talked to clients, um, they're maybe casting too wide a net. They're trying to do, again, in some ways, it's not so much different than like just tech startup world. You know, if you take out the blockchain and the crypto aspect, like you have a bunch of startups, they have a bunch of ideas and they're trying to do them. Um, and some startups are very narrow, very focused. Other ones are like, well, we're going to do this, but then it's also going to be the second thing. And then later we're going to launch this other service and unit, which will also use the token. And then it's going to do this other thing. And we, you know, not, you know, we'll kind of pair it back and be like, okay, well, let's focus on what's going to be launched. And then doing things like a perfect example. Okay, that all sounds great. Focus on what can be launched the month in some beta or MVP, the month that you're finishing your token sale or, ahead, or while you're doing your token sale. And then work backwards. So if if, you're, if the target that your business is going for is going to take a year to build, but you want to do your token sale tomorrow, then you need to figure out what you're launching in month two, not month 14, right? And that's a little bit different than um, you know if, if you're doing like a, a new network, right? Like so, some of these new blockchain networks that are doing sales, they are long roadmaps. Um, we we try to take you know direct projects in a more incremental approach. So you might have a big goal. It's a year plus out in the future, but focus on what's going to be delivered to the user. How can you deliver utility in the token yesterday, if not like very soon after the sale completes? Um, and, and again, I think as, as the space and regulation evolves and as people kind of uh, look at, you know, a mix of utility and security tokens and whatnot, um, that will change as well. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, we, we've had some interesting encounters. And then our pipeline, you know, has evolved. A couple of projects have almost, again, to use startup terminology, that have once pivoted and they basically had three efforts and they kind of pared it down to one. And that's what they're going with. So, um, so yeah, they're, they're kind of evolving as we're kind of evolving ourselves. So um, it's definitely been interesting in the first, you know, seven, eight months of of, uh, of launching this project.
0: Okay. And, and Tom, just a, a question for you. Are we looking at... Are we ever going to see a day where it seems like regulators will start to catch up in a sense?
1: Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, I, I, I do think that, that that's feasible. And, and I, you know, some countries and, and, and reasons are ahead of others. Uh, I, I, you know, I, from a timetable standpoint, I, I really, I would be putting my finger in the air here. Um, <laughs> and, but, uh you know, I would assume just being close to the Japan um, side of things. I, I think over the next, you know, six months to better part of a year, um, I think things will be stabilized from that aspect. Hopefully sooner, um, and then U.S. I mean, that that one's hard to tell. Uh, probably, likely around the same time frame, if not a little longer. There are some interesting states or s- s- interesting areas. Um, in the country, Arizona and Wyoming, uh, to be specific, that are that are uh, a little more bullish um, than than others. But uh, but yeah, uh, you know, over the next year, this this is going to going to work itself out. And I think ultimately, um, Alan, the regul regulation thing is a, is a good thing because it's going to weed out a lot of the, for lack of better terms, uh, scammy um, nature of, 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 of kind of what the ICO, you know, word has, has come to be known, um, to a certain extent. So we're, we're very careful in what we engage with and partner with. Um, but, you know, I, I think the regulation regulatory, um, um, efforts are, are, are actually a good thing while they are challenging and, and painful at times. Um, it's a, it's ultimately a good thing for for us and, and and for the the real projects that are out
0: there. Okay, and 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 Tom for Tech Bureau in general, what does the roadmap look like for you guys over the next 12 to 24 months? What can we expect to see? I
1: you know scale. I think there's two pieces to the company um and I definitely want Nate to expand on this, but one is the the Comza software as a service to to streamline, you know, the ICO process which we've we've spent the majority of this time speaking to. But the other piece, and I don't want to say bigger bucket, but I just did, I, I, I think is Catapult, and it's our it's our open source uh, strategy moving forward and, um, you know, gaining adoption, gaining gain more customers. We have uh, quite a large list of, of beta users and, and about to be customers that, that want to adopt the chain. That that see the the scalability that see the really the the technological advancement and what we're doing over over some of the other private ledgers out there, um, and and that's going to be exciting for us and that's really where we see um, expanding in the space. And again, I'll Ellen, I'll let Nate you know touch on that as well. I know he's a he's a big proponent of what we're doing from a from an open source perspective.
0: Oh, oh, definitely. I want to get Nate's input on this, on the same question as well.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, kind of to echo Tom's point. We kind of have, uh, two sides to that. Um, uh, we have the Comsa side and then the, uh, the catapult kind of enterprise chain side, they, they interact highly with each other. So like the first way is you look at a roadmap, um, with Comsa, there's the tech side and the business side. So business side, you know, get more business work with, work with great clients, launch the clients that we've already signed. Um, and uh, prepare for regulation, um, both in the States We're doing you know, securitized um, exchange type offerings here um, it, through our, our, our Swiss counterparts. Um, Swiss regulation plays out as well as Japan. Um, and then on the tech side, we're, we are leveraging Catapult ourselves um, internally for the Compa network. And really what that will be, that will be the, just a blockchain network that is part private, part public. Um, it'll basically be used by us and all of our partners. So we'll be rolling that out. And that that kind of combines the identity service, the uh, dashboard token sale, audit trail information, um, um, some currency swap as we accept different tokens and allow people to interact across chains. Um, so we plan to start rolling that out probably, hopefully in the next two months, probably with our beta network. Um, as we start running these sales, we'll start logging audit data to the chain and then start integrating the identity service there. Um, and then as Tom kind of mentioned, um, you know, the constant network itself will be running the, uh, our version of Catapult Chain in the background. Um, but then we, we just released it open source uh, two, uh, 10 days ago or so. Um, we just released a set of deployment tooling. Uh, we're starting to kind of turn some initial adopters into evals and commercial agreements, signing them up. Um, the NEM network uh, for the public, you know, NEM has been around for about four and a half years on the version one. They're going to be upgrading the network uh, in the next calendar year, if not sooner. Uh, hopefully, Q4, Q1. Um, so that's going to be exciting uh, to have a, a community that large kind of adopting the tech. Um, and uh, yeah, besides that, just you know, kind of adding adding more features, uh, taking feedback from people, and then kind of seeing where a lot of these regulations play out. Um, again, there's some key early uh, early locales. So again, since we are here in the states, as Tom mentioned. You have states like Arizona and Delaware and Wyoming that actually legally recognize distributed ledgers and blockchains as a, as a source of truth now for business information. So that opens up a lot of potentially interesting use cases where you can, whether it's a, you know from an accounting security audit trail perspective or other company data, you can log it on chain so, um, and then legally report on it um, and be recognized at your state level. Um, so hopefully federal level can catch up, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the next 12 plus months. That's kind of what's, what's in front of us on the tech and business side.
0: Okay, great. And, uh, and Tom, I, I just wanted to get some I guess, final thoughts from you about why the, everyone who's listening to this, why, why engage with tech bureau? Why get involved with these projects that you guys have going?
1: Yeah, I think um, one, the technology, Right um but to our approach is very very collaborative and and that's the exciting piece for me um and, and I think I mentioned it a, a few minutes ago but but just getting to know the the community the ecosystem and you know one of the big reasons over the past you know 15 years in my career of of, of getting involved in technology and and the technology I've I've been involved with is is for transformation and disruption and I think again the space is ready to be disruptive. And I I believe that we have the right team and, uh, overall strategy and technology to, to do so. So, um, that's really the exciting piece for me and and, and why people should, uh, should pay attention to us.
0: Okay. And and what's the best way for people to get in touch, uh, with you guys and to to start getting involved?
1: Yeah. So I think, and, and I'll, I'll let Nate, um, give a shout out here but i, I think really um uh, jumping in on the beta uh side of things for catapult and then and obviously um you know through through normal social media channels you know and they can always get a hold of me but I, I think really proof is in testing the solution um and you know given this is a, de- a developer community um you know pr- let, you know talk is is cheap if you will so i would say download the um the software and 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 give it a shot cool and
0: and from you nate
2: yeah i'll kind of just echo that um you know obviously there's the sales aspect of closing deals both on the comps on the commercial side but really we're kind of at the you know this is going to be you know realistically a marathon and we're just at the starting line with releasing version two in its current you know beta plus form um so just getting more people testing out the software using open source tools. Um, we're gonna be in the next week or two, uh, we'll be launching um, under megen.io, uh, for catapult.megen.io, the, the new site will launch and we'll be running a, a free developer cloud service. So you can, you'll can you be able to log on and uh, register for a free account and deploy your, your own private little blockchain with the push of a button in about 90 seconds, start coding away. Um, we just released a couple of days ago, uh, two, two GitHub uh, accounts to look at. Uh, one is uh, tech-bureau. Um, so there's a self, self-service deployment tool to deploy a, a chain on your laptop in just a, basically under a minute. Um, the other, so that's tech-bureau um, under GitHub. And then the other one is NEM Tech, N-E-M tech. And that's where we're working with the foundation to bring the NEM protocol. So we're delivering catapults they work with us to build tooling and kind of cultivate the community. So those are kind of two areas where um, people go to those GitHub repos. Um, they can start to look at the SDKs and docs and uh, play around with Catapult.
0: Okay, great. And and I just want to thank both of you guys for coming onto the podcast and sharing all this knowledge and, and your expertise with us and, and letting us know about Tech Bureau and all the great things that you guys are doing. And uh, just thank both of you. I thank both of you for your time.
2: Absolutely, I yeah, time. Thank you again. Yeah.